out of the box. Meet people through their music. With Heidi Pat on FBI 94.5. How are you going? Big thanks to Stephen Ferris. He's been hanging out with you for the last little while and the last song that he played for you came from an old unsigned artist of the week back in September. We were loving those guys. It's Lower Spectrum, a solo producer out of Melbourne. Now you can head to fbiradio.com on web or mobile if you want to check out Stephen's playlist and find info about any of those artists. Right now, of course, it's time for Out of the Box and this week I'm joined by Glenn Cassidy. He's the co-founder of Cake Wines, which is a name you may very well be familiar with. They're a boutique wine company who are in the business of not just making wine, but putting on gigs, supporting art exhibitions, and also putting on more than their fair share of pop-up venues. Glenn, welcome to FBI. Thanks, Heidi. What have you brought into play for us today? Um, yeah, real, real sort of uh, a mixed bag. Um, only got the call at the eleventh hour, <laughs> um, so kind of was scrambling this morning to pull some tunes together. But well, for a, a list that you scrambled together, it's looking very impressive and well-rounded. Thank you very much, giving me some early confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Just building you up. I'm going to tear you down later. It's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've got some uh, some stuff from uh, the national. Uh, some Sydney or Australian stuff, Charles Murdoch, um, Cassius Select, um, some Arthur Russell. Um, and yeah, just, just a few few tunes in between. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how we go with those. Now we're going to kick things off with a tune from The National. You were saying that these guys have a pretty special relationship with you. Why is that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Just I, I just feel like at sort of these poignant moments in, in my life or, you know, in the last sort of 10 years, Every time I'm sort of transitioning from, you know, one job to another or, you know, my career is sort of taking a different path, these guys seem to drop an amazing album. So it, it just sort of appears at the right time and, and therefore, I, you know, I listen to them quite a bit. Um, so the tune I brought in today is called Slipped um, off their new album. Um, quite a peaceful tune. It's not one of the bigger tunes on the album, but, yeah, I, I just think it's a, an awesome track. So this one's from Trouble Will Find Me, but which one's your favourite national album? This is I'm personally invested in this question. Um, it would have to be from um, Boxer. Yeah, that one's my favourite too. It, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. This new album's really just, just sort of got me and... Um, you know, I've, I've sort of been listening to it on, on repeat a little bit. So, um, yeah. Let's have a listen to it right now. It's called Slipped. You're listening to Out of the Box on FBI Radio with me, as always, Heidi Pat. And this week we've got Glenn Cassidy programming all the tunes. Friend and a fucker and everything 
From their latest album, that's The National with Slipped. You're listening to Out of the Box on FBI Radio. And that tune was chosen by Glenn Cassidy, who's hanging out with us today. And he's got a whole bunch of different stuff to play for you over the next hour or so. Now, Glenn is probably best known as the co-founder of Kate Wines, although in the course of the last hour or so, I found out a whole bunch of other stuff that you're a bit too modest to to throw out there. Um, But you seem kind of young to be founding a wine company. It's not like, you know, it's... Finding a wine company seems like an old rich person who's owned land in the Barossa for the last hundred years kind of thing to do, <laughs> which, as I've learned, is not you. What uh, absolutely spurred you to so found it? So far from, from uh, that. Um, yeah, it is, it is kind of... Um, we do sort of get strange looks when we say yeah, we're, we're the owners of a, a wine business and people are like you're... Just bit... quickly, who's we? Uh, myself and my business partner, Mike. 
Um, hey, Mike, if you're listening. Hey, Mike. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, look, this is this is something that um, we came together on and, and launched probably two years ago, but had been formulating and thinking about, you know, probably a couple of years before that, um, you know, as guys that are, were interested in wine and um, really just didn't see anything um, that spoke to us or that it kind of spoke our language. We saw, um, you know, if you go into a bottle shop, you might see 300 wine brands on the on the shelf and you know they really all kind of look and sound and and behave like something that that your dad would buy but but not necessarily what um what we as kind of young guys into you know creative things going to music festivals art exhibitions you know um that sort of stuff um there's no real wine company um that's that's doing anything um relevant to to that culture um and so you know we launched cake with a um with an idea to create something that would um, that would fill that gap. Because I'm still hugely intimidated by wine lists when I go into a restaurant. And it seems like that's sort of the wine industry as a whole. There's this attitude that unless you have a family history or that huge knowledge base or you're a 50-year-old dude, that you're not allowed to really talk about or yeah. like wine. Yeah, which is absolutely not the case. And I guess, you know, again, something we've um, we've we've been really cognizant about building cake is that we're trying to kind of bring down some of these uh, conventions uh, these traditions that that are intimidating intimidating to people that are you know just starting out or wanting to get an understanding of wine and um cake is certainly not um about that and it's you know we're not trying to complicate things um we're trying to present wine in a new and and, and more interesting way to, to younger people why did you decide to call it cake i knew you were going to ask that question i've always <laughs> been curious um look it 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 comes from the, the saying "Have your cake and eat it," um, you know, we feel like we're part of a generation of people that have that have grown up being able to do creatively um, lots of different things. Um, so you know, we have a wine business, but you know, we both um, play in bands. Um, you know, um, you can write a, a novel and release it to the the world. You can make a, an album in your bedroom now and release it to the world. You can make a feature film on a you know thousand dollar camera if you like, and um, you know that that end up at Cannes. So you can do all those things at once if you like, um, and so you know you can have your cake and eat it. And we just think that's a, a great reflection of our generation, and um, you know that's why cake is the way it is. It's why we play such a um, such a role in, in the culture that we um, that we're a part of. I'm surprised that Sydney Morning Herald hasn't used you as a case study about like Gen Y wants to do everything <laughs> all at once. <laughs> yeah, it seems very apt, but um, I feel like no. <laughs> they put out one of those once every two yes, weeks. Like it, Gen Y is this, Gen Y yeah, is that. Yeah, and they, they throw out all sorts of strange labels, but no, uh, we haven't been part of that. <laughs> now, one of the things that you have been able to do through Cake is to make connections with artists and with musicians that you seem to admire, and a lot of the get the sorry not the guests the music that you've brought in today are people that you've come into contact with through cake you've brought in something by andrus fox can you tell us about him yeah yeah i've been very fortunate through cake to, to work through worked with um some great artists in some of our um playing at our pop-up bars and so forth um andreas fox is somebody i came across actually through triple r in melbourne um a couple of years ago um young kid just making some really interesting uh sounds um, attending the Red Bull Music Academy and um, you know just sort of making his way in, in sort of the Melbourne scene. Um, we've just finished a pop-up bar in Melbourne where I was able to get him in to, to play. Um, he's got a fantastic record collection. Um, we talked a lot about music um, and after the bar had closed, we went out to some dodgy Chinese restaurant um, and you know there we were just talking about this particular track. 
Um, it's called What They Say. Um, part of his sort of new batch of tunes that are that are out there at the moment. Um, it's a great track, and it was just a really strange moment to be in this um, weird Chinese restaurant talking about how he made it. Was this so, down in Melbourne? It was. Down it in wasn't Melbourne. by any chance the one where they yell "Happy Birthday" at you to make you leave, was it? Um, no, it wasn't that no. one. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to that one? No, I haven't been to that one. It's nuts. You get there at the end of the night, and instead of you know in a normal bar where they just kind of turn the lights up and frown at you. Yep. These guys sing happy birthday at you. Wow. I would have thought that leave. would keep keep you there. Well, that's kind stay. of, yeah. Yeah, don't know. It's on this little side alley in Chinatown. I think it's just called Chinese Dumpling House. Right. Which is an original name that not any other Chinese dumpling restaurants have. Yeah, right. Obviously. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I will remember that one next time I'm down there. <laughs> worth, yeah, worth going and having a look. Um, we're going to have a listen to this song by Andrus Fox right now. It's called What They Say. You're listening to Out of the Box. This is FBI Radio. Stick with us.
Andrus Fox out of Melbourne with a tune called What They Say. You're listening to Out of the Box and that one was chosen by my guest this week. His name is Glenn Cassidy. He's the co-founder of Cake Wines and we were just having a little bit of a laugh about how it was just kind of this product of, yeah, have your cake and eat it too. Do whatever you want. The Sydney Morning Herald probably hates you. Let's, yeah, maybe not. Um, but you were saying, yeah, you, you kind of founded Cake as a reaction against what you saw as maybe even some stuffiness in the wine in- industry. And you kind of glossed over it. You're like, yeah, we just founded a wine company. Like, ain't no big deal. Um, you did that with your partner, Mike. How did it all come about? Like, how did you guys meet and decide to do this? Uh, yeah, Mike and I uh, met uh, in a previous life for working for a communications agency. Um, and, you know, it was at that time that we really sort of connected, um, I guess, creatively and on, you know, culturally, um, even musically at times. And, uh, you know, uh, we started to formulate, look, we, we want to do this. What What is this going to be? And, and how is this going to live in a very sort of difficult uh, wine industry? Um, and, you know, it took us a couple of years to really get pen to paper sort of thing and really start to articulate what cake was, was going to be. Um, and then uh, Mike left that company we were we were working for. Um, I stayed there for another couple of years, and then I left. And shortly after we um, we launched Cake, we we started by uh, um, going for a trip around the country. Uh, we spoke to sommeliers and uh, restaurateurs and 
um, you know, people in wineries and winemakers and a whole raft of people, um, CEOs of big wine companies, anybody that we could talk to to give us an insight into what they thought of this crazy idea called cake. Um, and to be totally honest with you, there were a lot of people that said don't do it, um, that tried to tried to paint this really bleak picture of um, an oversaturated market, if you like, and a, and a, a market that is still is in you know um, difficult times. Um, but it was it was our opinion um, that it's a difficult time because everybody's doing the same thing as each other, um, and cake was a very is a very different. Um, thing to all all other brands in in the market at the moment, and that's why we just sort of stuck to our guns and uh, naively created a wine company and, and launched Cake. You guys have a winemaking team who are sort of based in the Adelaide Hills. How did you find those guys? Um, or girls? Uh, yeah, actually, it's a guy and girl. Um, we again just in our in our travels, um, they're actually a new winemaking team for us. Um, and you know, again, um, I guess it's a big part of this is about working with people who fit with what you're trying to do. Um, and they certainly, their attitudes and their kind of their vision was very similar to ours. And also their their winemaking abilities. You know, they, they're a couple of the, the best winemakers in the country, really. Um, and they could see what we were doing with cake, and you know, um, they brought a whole new energy to to the brand and and, and to the winemaking process. So. Um, yeah, we've got some we've, we've got some great wines and um, it's yeah it's going well. One of the other things that seems quite different about Cake is that you donate a huge portion, well not a huge, but a significant portion of your profits to independent radio. You're supporting Three Triple R down in Melbourne and Four Triple Z up in Brisbane and is it R Two R? R T R in Perth. R T R yeah. in Perth, yeah. And also some of your money heads back here to FBI Radio. Why did you guys decide to do that? Yeah. Um, Look again. It's uh, you know, independent radio uh, is such an important part of of culture um, in in each city and and you know right around the country. Um, you know, uh, we've discovered so many new artists and uh, so much new music and been to so many cultural things um, that FBI, for example, have have been driving over the years. And you know, all these stations are community or, or supporter funded. Um, it needs sort of all the support they can get. Um, and here we are launching a wine business that's supposedly about, um, you know, about this kind of creative culture. Um, so it just made logical sense for us to get involved with independent radio at a deeper level more than just kind of saying, you know, here's some advertising dollars, let's let's make some advertising. It's kind of, you know, we want to be part of, of these stations and, and really help them to, to move forward. And I should point out that you're here hanging out with me on Out of the Box, not because you guys like paid to be here or anything like that, but just because I think you have excellent taste, oh, awesome. um, which has been <laughs> backed you. up by the playlist that you've brought in. Now we're going to listen to something by Arthur Russell at the moment. Yeah, um, really interesting guy, Arthur Russell. Uh, and I actually came in contact with his music through a documentary called Wild Combination. Um, Arthur Russell uh, made sort of avant-garde um, disco-ish um, tunes in the 70s and 80s um, and was this real sort of uh, cult figure that never really got discovered until he until he died um, in sort of the 90s. Um, and there's a beautiful documentary called Wild Combination that, that's spoken through the voice of his parents, um, which just gives it such a beautiful, um, a, a beautiful uh, perspective on, on this person's life, a really interesting life and making really interesting music.
We're going to find a link to that doc and we'll pop it up on the programs and playlists page. You can head to fbiradio.com, go to the on-air tab. And look, while you're there, if you do know somebody with excellent taste and you think they'd make a great guest on Out of the Box, please get in touch. We're always looking for interesting Sydney ciders who've got interesting taste to come in and have a chat, just like Glenn Cassidy is doing right now. Let's have a listen to that Arthur Russell tune. It's called Get Around To It. We've got stuff from Shining Bird and Big Scary coming up in the next little while as well. the girl does to the boy if you can get around to it show me what the girl does to the boy if you can get around to it show me what the girl does the girl does to the boy if you can get around to it show me what to do you most enjoy you can get around to it learning more about you I hope it's never ever finished but it's like when I am your new toy with you, 
and producer Bonobo makes his opera house debut with five-piece band this January. Tearing off the back of his biggest album yet, 2013's The North Borders, Bonobo and band are set to transform the danceable and downbeat into lushly orchestrated big band jams. Bonobo, January 6th. Book now at sydneyoperahouse.com forward slash music. Sponsors of FBI. Are you an FBI supporter? Win tickets at fbiradio.com.
beautiful tune by Bonobo. It's called Heaven for the Sinner. You're listening to Out of the Box on FBI Radio. And I've got Glenn Cassidy in the studio with me this afternoon. He's programming all the tunes, including that absolutely lovely one. Now, Glenn, if you've just tuned in, is the co-founder of Cake Wines. And we've been having a bit of a chat about, you know, how and why you decided to found this wine company at such a young age with your partner. Um, but obviously, hopefully, you have spare time to do other things. And you were saying that you actually you came across that Bonobo tune in some dedicated spare time that you have yeah. on a Saturday morning. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, I'll, I'll try and be descriptive here <laughs> <laughs> for the purpose of radio. Um, there's this there's this time of the week, uh, and it's Saturday mornings. Um, usually, a, a window of you know a couple of hours, sometimes a lot more than that, um, that I reserve just for hunting for new music and nothing can interrupt that time it's just so precious and usually that time happens with me uh in my underpants on the lounge uh with laptop and headphones and you know i'm just on the hunt for for whatever whatever i can find really now i'm going to point out that somebody who walked into your lounge room and saw you sitting there in your underpants with your laptop on your lap and headphones in is gonna maybe think you're up to something else <laughs> um yeah you you said that I, 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 I didn't want to go there but you went there um yeah yeah you could you, the neighbors might look in and mistake something else is going on but no uh that's the time for hunting for, for new tunes and i came across that bonobo tune um doing that and you know it's just that blissful time of the week where it's kind of you, you're in control completely of your own uh destiny and whatever whatever happens so it's um very precious now, in the rest of your spare time that's not dedicated to hunting for new music, you also make music, which is something that I didn't know about you and you were kind of reluctant to bring up, but you're one half of a billion. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not super keen to talk about it. No, I, I'm just, uh, I actually just don't think anybody, anybody knows and I didn't think you would know who a billion is. So I don't really kind of bring it up, but... There you go. Well, The Bridge brought out a playlist earlier this year called Maker, which was actually, they took their name from one of your tunes. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was, um, that was that was so awesome to be part of that. The compilation was, was great. Tim is an absolute legend. Uh, and, you know, pulled together a selection of just awesome Sydney electronic music. And, yeah, we, one of our tracks happened to be on the uh, on the release called Maker, which the, um, the compilation was named after. Um, and yeah, it's just just great to be part of, and um, you know, really awesome to see so many amazing yet uh, discovered artists um, in Sydney. We're going to pop a link to that playlist up on the programs and playlists page, and of course, you can find more info about the bridge on that programs and playlists grid as well. Tim Sharp will be on your radio from eight till nine pm tonight. He's always got a great selection of new Sydney music. Now, you've brought in something from that. Playlist from that, that they put together. Yeah, um, uh, it's by a guy called Cassius Select, who I believe was Guerre, or I think that's how you say it. Um, Guerre, I think. Yeah, Guerre, yeah. Um, this is a track called Jammo. Um, it was a standout tune for me. Um, I remember hearing this and got super excited, as I do when I hear an awesome tune, and sent him an e- uh, a SoundCloud a message, hey, I love your tune, mate, that's great. And that, that's kind of where the, where the message ends, uh, which is what I regularly do when I hear somebody making awesome stuff. Well, it obviously worked out for you guys because I think I remember at the pop-up bar you guys had down in, um, oh, where was it, in Chippendale when yep. the studio, what was it called? Uh, the, the the pop-up bar in uh, Chippendale? Yeah, when um, that big artist studio was closing down and you guys had some stuff going in there. I I think I remember yeah, DJing. Queen so Street. Obviously, Queen yeah, Street. Queen Street yeah. Studios. That's the one I was looking for. Thank yeah, he you. did. He did. He did. This wasn't out at, at the time, but um, 
uh, yeah, again, worlds colliding. Um, and so, yeah, it was just a coincidental meeting. Um, but yeah, great track this and yeah. Seems like sending random people SoundCloud messages is, often works out okay. Is the way okay. to go, stalking on SoundCloud, Yeah, absolutely. screw LinkedIn. SoundCloud is like the professional <laughs> social networking medium. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> We're going to have a listen to this song by Cassia Select right now. You're on FBI Radio. It's around 20 to 1 here in Sydney.
That's Cassius Select. You're listening to Out of the Box on FBI Radio. Now, I've got Glenn Cassidy in the studio with me, and he was saying that you actually you contacted Gare on SoundCloud, and he ended up playing a couple of your, your pop-up events as part of Kate Wines, and we took the piss out of LinkedIn for a little while. Um, but it turns out that you actually discover a lot of your, your new music through Facebook. Uh, yeah, um, which will lead into this next tune, which is where I, I found it. I'm in this group which started off as just like a couple of friends. Um, it's a secret group on Facebook. And now it's sort of, there's probably 20 or 30 people all around the world um, that, you know, are posting tunes by the day or sometimes even hourly. Um, and it's just such a fantastic, passionate, uh, interesting group of people. Um, it's mostly elect- electronic music. Um, and, you know, people go on all sorts of tangents and, you know, I discover a, a huge amount of music through that. Um, and so this this next tune uh, by Lone called Air Glow Fires, uh, you know, from the moment I heard it, it was just um, kind of a showstopper, I guess. I never thought a flute could um, stop me in my tracks the way a flute does in this tune. You'll see what I mean in a second. Um, but yeah, great, great tune. Let's have a listen to it right now. You're with Glenn Cassidy and Heidi Pett on Out of the Box. This is Lone. Thank you. 
Am I dreaming? Am I awake? a song by Lone. It's called Begin to Begin and it was chosen by Glenn Cassidy who's been hanging out with us for the last little while on Out of the Box, programming all the tunes. Glenn, you were saying you found that one on Facebook. Yes, I did in a, kind of this secret secret group that I'm in. So exclusive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't tell anybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've been having a, a bit of a chat about cake wines and what you guys do and a big part of that seems to be these creative partnerships that you have and it seems to be a huge part of what you do as well most of the stuff you do seems to be as part of a partnership you produce music as a billion with one partner and then you you work with your partner mike on cake um but a big part of cake is partnering with musicians with artists with independent radio stations to put on this stuff and one of the big things you do is something that i have learnt very recently, is pronounced the Archie Bottle prize yeah. as opposed to the Archie Bottle. Yes. I, I was like, you know, art, design, wine bottles as sculpture, architecture. No, I'm just not very bright, really. <laughs> I'll let that one slide. That's okay. Yeah, look, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but can you tell us a bit about the idea behind it? You call yeah. it Australia's second most prestigious art prize, and I'm now realizing that Archie Bottle, Archie Ball, like I really should have figured yeah. that out. Um, yeah, look, it's a bit of a... a flippant take on on the Archibald Prize um you know uh I guess when we started cake and you know we started to release bottles with this beautiful artwork on it um we we started to receive so many emails from people wanting to put their art on our bottles and so we kind of thought you know we need to open this up we need to open this up to people to give them a chance to possibly be on on the bottles um, so we, we, we launched this thing called the Archer Bottle Prize, and yes, it is Australia's second most prestigious art prize. Takes <laughs> uh, balls to call it that. It does, yeah. And look, we just put it out there again. Our tongues were planted firmly on it inside our cheeks when we said that. But um, uh, yeah, one day maybe it will actually be uh, Australia's second most prestigious <laughs> art prize. Um, but yeah, look, it's, it's had such a great response. Um, it's the second year running. Um, this year we had probably 350 entries um, from all around the country, um, from all different types of artists at all different levels in their career, um, some emerging, some who probably have never shown their work to anyone and, and were brave enough to send it in. Because there's one in there that I adore by um, Del Catherine Barton, and she did she win or she was a finalist in the, in the actual Archibald? No, she, yeah, she won this she year's won Archibald <laughs> Prize, yeah, which was um, amazing to see her work uh, sort of 
mocked up, I guess, on a on a label. Um, and so she's definitely in the top thirty finals this year, um, along with you know a kind of sort of well the top thirty best out of that three hundred and fifty. Um, yeah, so it's it's just a great a great thing to be part of, and we've seen some great talent come through. So it's yeah. And you're putting them on as part of an exhibition, which I think starts this Friday. Is that right? Well, yeah. Uh, this is the finalist exhibition uh, held in our office uh, on Friday night in Redfern. Um, it's basically getting the top thirty. They will be uh, that artwork will be placed on bottles and and hanging in our our office, um, almost just like a a real art exhibition. Um, Almost. We're <laughs> yeah. grown-ups. We're putting on a real art exhibition, yeah. you guys. Well, it's Australia's second most prestigious art prize. It is. So we have, to, <laughs> we have to make an effort here. We'll pop the, the links to the finalists. And also, if you want some info about that exhibition, up on the program page, it's fbiradio.com. Go to the grid, out of the box. And we've also thrown up links to a whole bunch of other stuff that we've talked about on the program today, as well as, of course, a list of all the stuff Glenn brought into play. And we've got a list, uh, sorry, a link to that Arthur Russell documentary you were telling us a little bit about before, which sounds really, really interesting. So yeah, fbiradio.com for info about the exhibition and the playlist and all that kind of stuff. Now, you're saying you, you did, you had this huge breadth of artists who applied from various levels of their career. And I know that Sweetie, who does Friday Arvos here, would be super stoked to know that you did have an entry from Candone. <laughs> uh, we did. Um, up until a few days ago, um, he had to withdraw for um, various reasons. Um, great sport. Um, you know, awesome guy. Um, is sadly not in it this year, but but might be in years to come. Yeah. And the last song that you've brought in uh, is by Shining Bird, and you were saying that yeah. their film clip kind of reminds you of Ken Doan's work. It did, yeah. I came across this track, uh, the video first, um, and uh, yeah, the, just the the look and the the footage and the the Australiana sort of feel and vibe to this, uh, the colours, and I, I, I'm sure there is a Ken Doan piece of work that flashes across the screen. Um, so I just brought in this track. It's it's kind of completely different to all the others, but it's a fun sort of happy uh, tune as we come into summer um, and a pretty appropriate thing to play now, I guess. It's called Distant Dreaming. Glenn, thank you so much for coming in on the show today. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. We've got Beth Dalgleish up next on lunch. And next week, I'll be chatting to Mira Farrar. She's from the African Film Festival. Leaving you now with Shining Bird, Distant Dreaming.